So. So we're in a fight. That's what you're saying. You're mad at me. Yeah. I'm not in a fight with you. So it's, this is a one-sided fight right now. hundred percent. Well, yeah, because you have no reason to be mad at me because I'm a loyal, awesome friend. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't throw you under the bus or nothing. Well, listen, John, I have done nothing but amazingness. I've added nothing but amazingness to your life in these past few months. And what I get in return, there's no times for you to come this for the next two weeks in the morning. The, a client took them up. So I'm fucking mad. And then, uh, you, you know, it's convenient to leave out the part where I was like, hey, you know, I will go ahead and ask the person who booked all those times if he's open to moving so that other people can take them. And then you declined. You said, no, you didn't want me to do that. Uh, even because... though I did actually do that today anyways, I did ask him. And he said he would move times and... around for next week so that other people can come in the mornings. Right. Uh... That's nice. Listen, yeah, it is nice. Me, See, that's what explain. I do for people. You know? Oh, fuck off, okay? Don't be acting all nice now. So listen, okay? You it's said true. that you would ask. I know it's true. Okay, you're a nice person. You said that you would ask him to move the times, but followed by he out of towner. So I felt bad and I was like, you know what? Let's just let him have these two weeks in the morning. I will come another time. I will come once a week instead of twice a week. And you were all sad because you know that you love our one hour sessions. Then I, I said I was going to switch gyms and you were like, no. <laughs> Don't make idle threats. At me. Kick the air. Um, no, I, I, I was I'm just, just trying to, you know, actually, I know you're I'm not, not mad. Actually mad. I know that, you know. I just want to reiterate I that, like to... that I tried quite hard to, you know, be accommodating. And sometimes when people show up and they, you know, they, um, they come from out of town and they, you know, they book their time at two o'clock in the morning and they book 10 sessions in at one shot. And you're like, Oh, and you're, you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know how many days this goes on for, but, um, you know, and then I got to deal with the aftermath of that. But Mikey's like, Mikey's yeah. schedule is really, he, he's like super flexible. You know what I mean? No, like, I know. Mikey and I have I a good just... thing going, you know, like yeah. Mikey, if Mikey's late, he doesn't, he, he lets me know and I don't give him a hard time about it. If I'm late, you know, like we get, we get a good little rapport. We've been training together for like five years. So, you know what I mean? Like. Lesson to anyone who's a coach out there, treat your people nicely and, you know, get a good rapport with them and, and, you know, things slide a little bit easier when you do that. That's, that's, that's a good lesson. Cause I know a lot yeah. of people, they get really uptight. They get really uptight about being late or, you know, like, and don't get me wrong. Being late is mean. You shouldn't be late for things, right? Yeah. Being late on some level is a sign of disrespect in my opinion, right? Like it, for some people, for sure. Um, but, you know, also customer service, right? You're in the service business if you're right. a coach. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. You are. If you're a coach, you're in the service business. So how you how you treat your people and, and the, the service that you provide and, you know, that, that stuff goes a long way. 
for people. No, I, I, when I said, right, I meant I'm serious about it. You are in the service industry. So I'm not actually mad. And I, I was like, don't worry. I'm not salty. You were like, I know I don't take anything personally. And I was like, well, you should, but yeah. Well, we were talking about recording. Cause I thought we were going to record yesterday, but, and you're giving me one word answers. No. Yes. I told you this before. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I fight. <laughs> but and then I I back it up by saying I hope you're not getting salty vibes even though I wanted you to get salty vibes yeah and I shot that right down I was like no I didn't get no saltiness from this yeah anyway but then but then you you followed it up and you came later in the day and you brought a friend that friend bought some stuff from the gym it's like we're good right boom I know I'm awesome Reciprocal. I should get appreciated more for that. Reciprocal. I only see one side working here. Oh, no, no, no. Don't make me start outlining things here. Holy shit. Don't. I don't need you to outline where my commission gets fucking paid to, okay? Right. Don't okay. worry. Glad we're there. Glad we're on the same page. So, <laughs> yeah, listen, it's a give and take. A lot of a lot of ta- a lot of giving on my part, but it's fine. So um, I'm just kidding. There's a lot, there's a lot of giving on both parts. Um, All right, cool. <laughs> so last episode, we said that we were going to do a debunking health trends episode, and that is one of my favorite things to do. So I think that's going to be today's topic. Oh no, let's do it. Debunking okay. fucking fitness trends bullshit trends yeah (laughs) i'm excited you guys already know like a lot of john well both of our opinions on things but a lot of john's opinions on like supplements and protein shakes john don't even start don't don't even answer yet because like it's going to turn into a whole another protein shake fight we we already heard it in other episodes but i'm just saying we have strong opinions on health and wellness or fitness trends so it's going to be a good one you know that people don't, you know, a lot of people don't agree with me about supplements being low quality. I'm sure they don't. That's why they buy them. I get a lot of unpopular opinions, though. Like, uh, you know, many of my opinions could be classified as unpopular or um, non-traditional, maybe is a better, better term for it. But anyway, yeah. let's you I want of- I want to talk about fitness trends here. I want to, I, okay, I'm, I'm not as like in the loop as you are. So I'm curious what stupid shit people are doing these days. Okay. I'm excited. So, um, I really didn't like pick a lot of fitness trends. If I'm being honest, I picked more like wellness trends, but, or things that we've talked about in the past. So we're going to do like, we're just going to chat about them. And then we're also going to do rapid fire at the end, which I'm really excited about. So first there was this trend on, um, TikTok that I saw last week and it's called salad chips. And let me just explain. So this woman put lettuce in a bowl and dressed it and ate it with her hands and called it let, uh, yeah. Salad chips or lettuce. You know what I call that? (laughs) I call that salad fingers. I literally wrote to her. I was like, this is fucking insane. This is literally salad. 
So stop shaming chips and calling lettuce chips. But anyway, yeah. I thought I you were going to say they were really, baked uh, or something. I've had kale chips no. before. They taste like garbage. <laughs> you're literally like, a kid who's like mom just made them something and you're like these taste like garbage no you know i've had i've had the kale chips with like balsamic vinegar and olive oil on them and bacon in the oven and it's like i, I don't like you know what and also just in general i don't like kale really like i've tried to put kale in smoothies before and i'm just like, like every time i put kale in a smoothie i'm like oh my god how do people eat this crap it's terrible like it, it doesn't have very many redeeming qualities generally i mean like i can have it in a salad once in a while but that's about it and too much is a little goes a long key, way with kale it's true the key though is you got to massage the kale when you're making it in a salad oh, you gotta massage it what other foods do you have to massage you gotta i didn't, I didn't even know you gotta, you gotta love them <laughs> do you yeah, you have to show your food love. Excuse me, you literally said that to me. Like that you No, no, no. no. I said that about energy. plants. When you're growing no. plants. And you said You said my desk has energy and the clothes that I wear has energy. Yeah. Well, they do. They're part I mean, if you were to put an electron microscope on the desk here, you'd notice that the particles on the desk are moving. Everything is moving and they're all energy. That's true. But my my appreciation, sorry, let's let's rephrase here. Um, there is a difference between inanimate objects in our relationship to them and with them versus living, breathing things. And I would classify plants when they're alive as living, breathing things, since they are actually living and breathing. But um what other I, I just want to know what other foods you got to massage before you before you like do something to them i don't um, even know that was a thing what does it do even okay let me explain so because kale is so like hard and fibrous i guess you want to call it um when you massage it with like a little bit of olive oil it really just like you know gets down in there and like makes it more edible and you take the stems off and it's just like more pleasant to eat. Like when you go to a restaurant and you order a kale salad, it is a hundred percent of the time massaged, which is why it tastes better than when you ate it at home. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. You know, so, I, I mean, it makes sense You put oil in it. Oil will permeate the cell wall and it'll like make it a little bit softer, I guess. Right. It does that to spinach too. Science. Science. Yeah. There you have it. Folks. Um, okay. So like, <laughs> I was gonna say, what plants are plants plant, plants are plants are fat soluble there you have it in case you didn't know our plant skin is fat soluble that's why washing your food don't do shit either just saying there's another fit there's another health trend washing your food unless you've got the like the fancy chemicals putting it underwater and rubbing it down like you're not doing nothing because all this all the all the pesticides and chemical sprays that would go on those are all fat soluble so they have to they get absorbed into the skin of the of the plant so like water on its own isn't doing much because you know water and oil they are opposite right they reject each other know what i'm saying yes and 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 if that was the case with 
with pesticides every time it rained the pesticides would just wash off that would be pretty redundant also anyway just thought i'd throw that out there for all the people that like gave you shit for not washing your grapes that day <laughs> yeah those were fun you gave me shit because they were really gmo they, they were like the size of the palm of my hand <laughs> they were probably That's why juicy I bought them. Fuck. they were probably oh, juicy oh my god fuck, but they I mean, truly were the best grapes I've ever had in my life. They were so crunchy and like awesome. It was great. It was just like every time you ate one grape, you literally ate like 10. So it was nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I'm glad I shared salad chips with you because I just like, I was so infuriated that day that I was like, stop calling salad chips just because you're not using a fork. She literally dressed it like salad. It was lettuce with like red wine vinegar. And I was like, I, sw- I, I know absolutely not. Nope. What else do we get to call chips if we decide to eat them with our fingers? Just that, like, do we just call anything we eat with our fingers chips now? Is that is that that how it works? Yeah, like if you cook something, or you don't have to cook it, I guess. If you cut something into the form of a chip, like cut a cucumber, you know, cucumber chips. Isn't that just a cucumber slice? Yeah, but <laughs> when you're really into, <laughs> when you really when you're really into diet culture and like you know, eating the least calories is important to you, then you call anything a chip in your head, you know, make you feel better. Interesting. I didn't know words had calories in them, but okay, cool. No, that's not what I said. I said, but you're you're saying like when you're trying to eat as few calories as possible and you call something chips. Yeah. Because then in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, I'm eating. It's like when people make sandwiches with, with bell peppers and they call it a sandwich. Oh, like a lettuce like, burger? Yes. That sounds... Oh, there's another... Yeah. Oh, God. Lettuce burger. Honestly, though, I'm guilty of lettuce burgers. Uh, but, yeah. Isn't that just like the messiest thing going? Yeah, it's Like juicy. a good burger is already messy to begin with. Now yeah. you're just going to make it worse by having... Um, by not having a bun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the bun absorbs the juice. Right. Anyways, that's not a fitness trend. That's just what people <laughs> do when they're trying to cut carbs. I get it. You know, you want to have the burger. I, you know what? At least, at least yeah. it still tastes good. At least we're not pretending it like, you know, like we're not, we're not, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Fitness trend number two, let's hear it. This is not like Beyond Meat Burger. Moving on. Um, (laughs) You just triggered the fuck out of some people. Out of you. I know you want to know. I know we're not. We're not. Um, I've never tried any Beyond Meat before. You would fucking hate it. So don't even try. I already hate the idea of it. And you would be so saddened by the ingredients. So don't even don't even go there yeah 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 no we're, we're saving the environment by eating that crap right there's a <laughs> there's a great marketing tool that everyone fell for yeah because there's another then, one of my unpopular then there's less <laughs> <laughs> because then there's less cows that are farting and fucking making methane gas you know that that, that is like a total bullshit right that's been debunked by like so many people that's total garbage that's fake science it really is it's 
cow farts are not contributing to fucking climate change people so if you're using that as your reason to buy fucking beyond meat burgers like use another one please at least find something that's legitimate because that's garbage period period drop the mic we're moving on um okay we talked about this last week and i really had to add it to the list not saying it's a current trend but i've seen people do it the water diet the water diet or sorry the water fast water fast just called fasting have you heard i have no last time i checked it's just called fasting yeah but no because when you fast you're not you don't eat anything not intermittent fasting. You'd still be drinking water. Anyways, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know, like all someone... fasting, we're debunking fitness trends here. And I'm pretty sure that all fasting re- involves drinking water. Unless you're like dehydrating yourself. No, but like when we, when Jews fast on Yom Kippur, we like fast, meaning that we don't eat anything or drink anything. Okay. But that's a religious fast. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyways. Okay. Anyways, that's just fucking stupid because like, so you're going to drink water and not eat food for five days. And then you like look super lean and it's 10 pounds. And then you literally eat a cucumber and then you're back up. I don't get it. What's the point? Pictures. Pictures. The important mm-hmm. things in life. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, 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 you know what? Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about fasting. I'm not, I'm not like the most opposed to fasting. You know, people, I, I fast, so not intentionally per se, and probably not even like, like the real way to intermittent fast. Cause I drink coffee and I have butter in it. And people would say that that doesn't count as fasting, but you know, there is some value in not eating for a little bit and not to starve yourself, but to like give your digestive organs a rest, right? To like, to give them a break from always working. Um, it also improves your insulin sensitivities, like, right? So you get better at dealing with sugar and carbohydrates, um, you know, and, and it also makes you better at using fat for fuel. So for people who are trying to like, you know, improve their body composition, that might be something that they're after. So I don't necessarily hate on, on fasting. Um, I think that, you know, fasting for five days and only drinking water just so that you can show that you look really great for an hour before you eat again, that might be some redundant shit right? Like you can get all the benefits that you of, of doing a five day fast. If you did intermittent fasting once a week, like consistently, honestly, that would be the, the, like the debunk right there. My opinion. Anyways. Like, I just don't understand like on day three or four or five, are you not fucking starving? Like your body is just, I mean, I understand the science, because like i'm science like your body's just using all of your glycogen stores no but like that's a lot of fucking days five days no food yeah people do it i mean i've heard i've heard people who go on like you know the like the vision quests where they they do that and they go out like by themselves in nature and all they bring with them is like water and they fast for five straight days in nature and like basically by the end you're you're like hallucinating 
like getting visions kind of similar to taking psychedelics. Um, so it, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, like, is that- I, again, I, I think, I think more so with fasting and, 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 and stuff like that, it's, it, it's about intentions more than it is about the actual action itself. Right. Again, like right. come back to like the intention behind the, the, the water fast that you're referring to. Cause I know, cause we talked about it before is like literally to show how good somebody can look if for like a, a very brief moment in time, not to mention that like, you know, okay, like let's, let's shave ourselves down. So we look even leaner and then we're going to, you know, we're going to starve ourselves and deplete our carbs. So again, we, we're, we're not holding water and, and then let's add in some extra good lighting. So we look even more lean on, right. So like, that's, that's the problem with that, right. Is that that's bullshit. You're just lying to people on some level, right? Like that's deception, but um, you know, a fast every once in a while, not the worst thing. Right. You know what? I agree with you. Oh. Um, I don't know if I agree. I agree. I think that intermittent fasting with the right intention is okay. I just think fasting or doing like, oh, okay, this will be the next one. Fasting for like five days is just to me doesn't make sense, but everybody's allowed to do whatever they want. Speaking of, what's your thoughts on juice cleanses? I know a lot of people peddle that shit and make a bunch of money on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're not talking about marketing though. Marketing right. is great. In the well, that, sh- that should industry. kind of tell you my opinion about it. I mean, again, quite frankly, I like, could there be benefits to like quote unquote juice cleansing? Maybe. Um, it's quite possible. I, I don't, I, I, I don't really know. Like, what's happened, like what, what people are saying is happening inside your body in that moment, you know, when you're doing that. And I don't even know necessarily if the people who are selling the juices even know, and, and, and therein lies the problem, right. Is that you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're kind of selling, you're, you're selling the, the, the marketing idea, which to me is not really, is nothing more than like, this is a quick way to lose 10 to 15 pounds right? Like that's the attraction right. most people have to it is it's a quick way to like drop bloat and water weight and crap like that. Right. Like maybe, you know, maybe you take a couple extra good dumps while you're on it too. <laughs> right. To lose five. Yeah, pounds probably. Right. But like we didn't really solve the nutrition part of anything. Um, and I might make the suggestion that if you got gut issues, you got, you know, leaky gut syndrome, or you got like, you know, candida growing in your, in your intestines. And probably most people do anyways, but stuff like that, that's not solved with the juice cleanse in five days. That shit solved. Like you, I've, I've re- researched like how you get rid of like a candida infection in your, in your, your GI tract. And that's like, you know, that's like six to eight weeks of like restricting specific fruits from your diet and stuff like that. Right. Like, so juice cleanses for the most part, probably aren't solving your, your, your gut issues in, you know, three to five days of just drinking cold pressed juices. I mean, they're delicious though. I do like cold pressed juice. Don't get me wrong. It's just not going to be the only thing I eat in a day. 
Yeah. Um, Candida cleanse, try like six to eight months. Like those right. things are fucked. And like, I know I've read about Yeah. That. You got to be on a very, yeah. The restrictive diet that you have to go on and cut like a lot of shit out of your life is, is pretty wild. So yeah, I agree and with I- you. No juice cleanse is going to do that. And also the issue with juice is that like, you're missing the fiber aspect. So mm-hmm. there's really nothing in there to keep you full. There's also no protein and don't. Well, it's also like, okay, but here's the other thing beyond that. Like, so, you know, ju- juice, once you take the fiber out of fruit, like you lose a lot of the great benefit of fruit, really. Right. Like, um, specifically, you know, you're increasing the, the glycemic load of, of what you're, you're eating when you juice it. Right. Because when you have, have juice, like from fruit while eating the whole fruit, the glycemic load of the fruit is significantly lower, less concentrated sugar is what I mean by that. Right. Your body's going to to use, take a longer to digest it and, and absorb it. So it doesn't hit your insulin and your pancreas as quickly. But, um, if you're eating it as a juice, drinking it as a juice, you're like, yeah, you're getting the glycemic load on that is very high. Right. And then you're, you know, you're, which means that ultimately you're going to spike your insulin levels, which, you know, triggers storing fat and things like that, which might be contrary to what people are thinking they're doing. Maybe, I don't know. Yes, I do agree with you. Yeah. Like I was saying before I was interrupted, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, Yeah. There's no fiber, there's no protein, there's no fat. Like people argue that there's fat and protein in all your essential nutrients and plants, but we personally don't believe that. So skip the juice cleanse and just, you know, eat a healthy, well-balanced diet and you'll feel better because then you won't be on like this, this always looking for the next cleanse because cleanses are fucking bullshit, which is something that- Well, here, here, this is what I think, I think, I think maybe the common theme here is, is, is intentions. Yeah. Right. That's also the same with like with fasting or, you know, it's it's the intention of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. Um, As opposed to like. No, I agree. I think like probably the quick fix is the fucking right. Like if you're doing it for the quick fix, the the, like the the one day look great on a photo shoot like these aren't these aren't great strategies for long-term health and longevity in my opinion, and probably in yours too. Right. Yeah. I was going to say like a lot of people do juice cleanses or like they supplement with juice. Like they'll have like green juice in the morning and it's like, yeah, it's a great way to get in your greens. But again, like you're still missing the fiber aspect and the fiber is like fiber is healthy regardless of like, I mean, not regardless of, but like fiber adds so many good things to your body. And like John said, digestion, and it also adds, you know, to your stool. So it helps you go to the bathroom. So yeah, you know, there's so many different things. Anyways, moving on. Um, we're switching gears to, Oh, actually I'll keep it in the, in the well, in the fitness or health industry, um, supplements, but not supplements. Like what, what we talk about, I mean, supplements, like mushrooms, turmeric, ashwagandha. Do you think those are marketing or do you believe in those things? Um, good question. That's actually a really good question. I think 
Well, and like anything, anything that, that's like risen to some level of success in the, in the fitness industry is, is largely due to marketing. Um, I know some people who, who sell those kind of supplements. Um, and I think that, and this is probably the case with, with like protein supplements also. And, and other stuff is that there are obviously, you know, when we, when we chirp supplements, like, you know, we're guilty of generalizing obviously. Right. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, there are reputable people who, who do actually make quality products. That's obviously what's possible. People do do it. Um, now, I, I think a better question, and maybe the real question is, how do you discern what's good quality and what's not, right? Like, I think that's really what it comes down to is like, how do you know that your mushroom supplements are good quality mushroom supplements? How do you know that your turmeric's good quality or anything really like, like therein lies the real challenge, right? Um, same with protein, right? Any of that kind of stuff. You know, it's, here's one, one caveat I will give, which is that it's been my experience that the better quality protein powders and the more ethically sourced and all this stuff, the less crap in it, the worse it tastes. So if you got a protein powder that tastes really good, it probably means it's pretty shit. Just saying. But um, the other stuff, again, like arguably, like I don't, you know, I take some some stuff like that, but um, I go to the like fancy health food store and buy the expensive stuff. That's about like it's good. <laughs> I don't know. You get what you pay for, at least on some level. That's my perspective on some of it. I don't know. What do you think? It's a tough question to answer. Um, it is a tough question to answer because like, like you said, marketing is so easy and it's so easy to get consumed in all these things. And I'm like that, like I will take, I take like these fucking immune booster shots that are $4 each. And it's like, did I really need to just take a shot of ginger and turmeric? Probably not. But like, I make myself believe that it's helping with inflammation or I take mushroom drops in my coffee. I do all these things. So, I mean, I think that like, I agree with you with the, with the quality. That's obviously like everything because I mean, turmeric is nothing special. It's literally a spice and mushrooms are like a fungus that grows in the earth. So like they're beneficial, but it comes down to like how they've been like twisted and, and portrayed, you know? So yeah. Do I personally believe in the mushroom drops that I take? Yes. Which is why I take them, but they could totally just be a bullshit placebo effect, but I, I believe they work. I believe this stuff works when you also like adapt or like, yeah, adapt them and like in bring them into like a, a your life that already has a lot of other wellness stuff in it. Like, I don't know if somebody who has poor nutrition and doesn't have a great, you know, movement routine or doesn't take care of their health is going to benefit from adding a few drops of mushroom to their coffee every day. I don't know if that makes sense though, because then I also argue that like every little step counts. So I don't mm -hmm. really know, but I think, I think they do work and I, I like them. You know what? You said something interesting about the placebo effect, which, you know, um, that's actually probably one of the most important ingredients in general in the success of, of, of many, many things, whether that's your exercise program, 
um, you know, some of the nutrition that you, you might invest in, whether it's, you know, let's say you see the physiotherapist or the chiropractor or massage therapist or something like that, like believing that you're going to get a benefit out of it is already setting you up for success, right? Like on some level, um, you know, in like physiotherapy, chiropractic world, um, the number one most important key to success in a patient's like recovery from an injury is the patient's belief that the treatments they're getting is, are going to make them better. It's the same with exercise, right? Number one of the most important ingredients in success with an exercise program is believing that the exercise program you're, you're doing or participating in is going to get you the result that you want, right? When we're out of alignment, our thoughts and our actions are, are out of alignment. You don't think it's going to work, but you're doing it anyway. Now, we're, now we're like, we're at, we're, we're opposite of each other. Right. So, so we're setting ourselves up for more likelihood of failure. Right. Um, and I imagine we could apply that also to things like nutrition and supplements as well, that, you know, if you think it's going to benefit you, you might get a benefit out of it. Even if it's bullshit, even if it's just your mind, wouldn't you still want the benefit anyway? Hell yeah. I, I, that's what I think. I think some part mostly like, I think mushroom drops, like the ones that I take, like lines, main turkey tail, cordyceps, like those affect you on like a cellular level. I, I believe. So you're not going to see like a drastic dump in your anxiety or in your energy levels. Like when you start taking it for a day or two days or three days. But I think people will say to me, like, do you find a difference when you don't take the mushroom drops? And I'm like, yeah, I notice that I get tired quicker or like I have less energy or I can't focus as well. But like majority of that is placebo, like me knowing that I didn't put my mushroom drops in my coffee that day. So, but listen, if I'm into placebo, I will fucking pay up the ass for a placebo to work because it's working. hundred percent. I mean, again, I think I just want to, I just like, you know, just to clarify and come back to some of the things that I've said about like protein powder and things like that. Um, I'm not knocking like protein powder, like whether or not it is going to give you some kind of benefit from having more protein and building more muscle. Like that's not what I'm criticizing, right? The critique of some of these supplements from my perspective is on the actual quality of the, the 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 ingredients in it and and whether or not you could arguably get the same benefit of the protein or whatever supplement you're taking by eating real food that's at like a significantly higher quality and i think that probably stands with a lot of the vitamins and mineral supplements too is that you know the better you are at eating and you know the more well-rounded your diet is and the higher the quality of your ingredients, probably the less of those things are going, you know, or, or you're going to be deficient in less stuff, in, you know, in your spectrum of vitamins, minerals, and, and, you know, macronutrients, right? Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I just wanted to clarify. I would agree with that. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably think that we shed a lot of stuff and that we have like our, our you know, now we contradict ourselves opinions, later, but like, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Um, but it's fine. Like we, I feel like we both learned a lot in like the years that we've been in this industry and not that I'm like any, you know, scholar in it, but 
I've definitely experienced a lot. And so like we talk from experience, but again, like we're human and we, we like to try things too. So don't feel bad that you like protein powder every day. It's just our personal opinion. Um, I thought you were going to say something, but you weren't. Okay. No, so next. I said it a hundred times. That's what do you why think? I don't need to keep saying it. You're right. You know what? Good for you. That's a learning experience. Cause I know you could you talk it. about this stuff. Uh, I, could, I could just keep um, ranting. I know. Okay. What are your thoughts on at-home workouts slash the Peloton? What about them? I, I, what's wrong with them? I think, I, you know, no, I'm serious. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> listen, okay. I, I, like, like full disclosure. I mean, you, you want my opinion. You're asking a guy who owns a gym, what his opinion is, is of like at home online workouts. So like the, on some level, that's a direct competitor with me, right? Like people who's going to use those, those apps and those machines or whatever are less likely to come to the gym. Right. So I'm biased. Right up, just full disclosure, I'm biased. Now, it's been my experience that um, at home workouts, it takes a really special person to really succeed with those, in my experience, because I've done them. Right. Like I've participated in at home workouts, and sometimes, like, you know, it's really, really easy when you're at home to not do it. Um, so there's that. Right. It, it, it's conveniently easy to, to not do the workout. Um, and then, you know, and I think this is actually one of the, the great benefits of something like a Peloton is that, it, you know, rather than have your like spin bike at home and just put on your earphones and throw on a, throw on a YouTube spin class and do it on your phone, it makes you feel like you're in a class, right? And there is definitely a benefit of working out with other people in terms of, you know, feeding off the group's energy and, and allowing that positivity to, to push you and let you try harder and maybe get better results as a result of trying harder. Um, so I think there's a positive with Peloton on that. Right. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of people exercising, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to rag too hard on something that people, you know, like if that's the best you got and do do it, you know what I'm saying? Like not everyone wants to come to the CrossFit gym. That's cool too. Right. Like some people like Zumba. I used to chirp the shit out of Zumba. Right. I did. I chirped that shit so hard. Right. Um, and there's some other ones I've seen this stuff with drumsticks and banging on the fucking ground. And like, it's like, but you know what, when I, when I sit back and I take myself out of the like judgment of people, people doing something that I think is stupid. I'm still happy that they're moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least you're doing some shit. Yeah. Right. It's better than this better than not moving your body at all ever. Right. Uh, and if that's what you got, then that's what you should do. It's the same with walking or anything else, but yeah, I mean, my own personal bias would say probably being a part of a group, being a part of a community, um, being held accountable sometimes is more likely going to give you a better result than being at home alone. Unless you're like hyper intrinsically mm -hmm. motivated, which some people are like some people, they can do it. Right. Some people are super successful at home. Just not most people. I, 
yeah, I take my hat off to those people because during the pandemic, I was like in such a rut, like in such a fitness rut from doing like trying to work out online, but I just couldn't, but I, you know what? I agree with you. I was about to shit on Peloton. And then I was like, you know what, if you're working out, then that's, that's all that's important. So I appreciate that. Thanks no, for, for sure. switching my opinion. No. And you, you know what? Yeah, here's, here's another thing. Like, you know, during, during 2020, when the, when the pandemic like first started, like I had half the fucking gym in my, in my condo, <laughs> there was no space to move anywhere. And like, you know, half the days I didn't even train, you know, I, my exercising got way, way, way better once like April and, and like half of May were over and it was like sunny and warm out. And I would like pack my backpack full of crap and like take a mace, take a club, you know, bring a KB with me. And I'd walk over to the, to, there's a high school that's like right across the road from where I live. And I would throw all my shit in the, in the, on the soccer field. And I would just go start exercising over there. Right. Uh, and I would do pull-ups on the, on the, on the soccer posts and things like that. Um, so, you know, again, and this is like coming from the perspective of the guy who like owns the gym, you, you know, pretty been exercising pretty consistently for a really long time. It's like, I, I struggled with exercising at home and like, you know, if you like drinking beer, God forbid you have a beer, like your whole workout's gone. Like, you know what I mean? So it's really easy. No, I'm, yeah. It's true. Or, or if you're a wine person, you know, like you're sitting there, you finished what you have to do for the day. You're like, oh, wine looks pretty good right now. Or beer looks pretty good right now. I don't want to do this stupid 30 minute workout inside or like make noise. And then the people underneath me are getting mad. Cause I'm like, you know, Alicia's <laughs> doing double unders on a condo floor and the people underneath can hear everything we're doing. Like <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a challenge. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm confused. You own a gym. Why the fuck were you working out at home? Well, um, to be honest with you, I stayed home for quite a while during the pan, like the first like pandemic started March, 2020. And aside from picking up mail, I didn't go to the gym for like three months. Like we were closed. Gym was closed for all of like the, from when it started in March, it was closed for all of March, all of April, all of May and, and all of June. We didn't reopen the gym until, you know, an, on a limited capacity until July of 2020. Uh, so there was no, literally no reason for me to be at the gym. And quite frankly, honestly, and honestly coming, like I was burnt out going into that with the gyms because we were running two gyms. It was a lot of work. I was working a lot of hours and, and, and like, I, just, I needed the break. Like mm -hmm. I didn't want to go right. Not because I don't like the gym. I didn't want to go because I just, I like, I was like, okay, this is, you know, God gave me a break from this and I'm just going to ride it, you know? And I had tons of stuff. I had like 10 KBs at home. Like I had a lot of equipment at home, right? Like I took a ton of stuff home so I could do most of the things I'd wanted to while I was at home. Right. Right. Um, and so I just rolled with it. I guess I forget that, like, we were kind of scared at the beginning of the pandemic. So it makes right. sense. Like, Plus, yeah, I guess it was nice to stay home and like not do what you do on a normal day to day basis. 
Yeah, it was like it was good that first stint where everyone didn't know anything that was happening. And, you know, everyone was like careful and following what the restrictions were. And, you know, and, and like I said, I, I looked at it and was like, you know, God gave me a break from, you know, and allowed me to sleep more and to not feel the stress of having to go to work every day. And so I'm going to roll with it. And then, you know what, after that first three months and we got back to it, I was done with that. I, I didn't do it again. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I would have been right back in there. So love that. Um, okay. I don't really have any more long discussion ones, but I do have rapid fire. So are you ready for rapid fire? Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how you want to respond, but I'll just let you say, like, you could say one word, you could say a sentence, whatever you want. Okay. Are you are you going to respond First, to? lemon water. Sure. Okay. You'll respond lemon first, water? okay? Lemon water? Yeah, lemon water. I'm here for it. Enjoy it. If it makes you taste, if it makes your water taste better and you're going to drink your water, do it. Do you. There's nothing wrong with that. What's your opinion? No, but okay, John, that's not the point of this because you could say there's nothing wrong with that for all of these trends, but we're debunking. What's what are we debunking here? Lemon water puts a little bit of electrolytes, I guess a it, tiny bit of carbs in your water. It's not it's it's a pretty good thing, I think. If you like and if it and if it helps you drink more water, then do that. Does it add uh, carbs to your water? Well, there's it's lemon juice. So if you're squeezing out the juice and putting lemon juice in there, then there's definitely going to be maybe not like 50 grams of carbs, but like maybe like five. Yeah, for sure. A little bit. Interesting. I guess it is a fruit. Yeah, it's it's a citrus fruit. Like, you know, lemonade, right? (laughs) Yeah. Lemonade has fucking sugar in it. It's tons of sugar, but like. You do, you know, you, they do use lemons to make it. And it wouldn't, a lemon is a fruit, right? Like it has sugar in it, 100%. All right, moving on. Um, you, didn't, you didn't give your opinion about lemon water. My opinion is I used to be obsessed with lemon water because I thought it would fucking rejuvenate my soul and cleanse my whole body and make me lose weight overnight. And then I realized that it's literally just like a little bit of vitamin C and it's tasty, but that's about it. Yeah, it, right. So, so there you go. It's not going to like, it's not going to be the, the miracle cure, or, you know, thing that makes you lose all the weight. That's, that's the, that's the debunk. But yeah, like I said, like we said before, intention. Um, intention. Yeah. If it's going to get you to drink more water, then fucking pour a whole lemon in there. Yeah. Okay. Next bulletproof coffee. You already know my answer for this. I love, I love bulletproof coffee. Okay. Let's, let's just be honest here though. I, I have no fucking idea what the, like they're, they're the guy who like quote unquote invented butter in your coffee, which is not true. Cause, cause like people from Tibet been putting yak butter in coffee and tea for fucking ever. So this guy didn't invent nothing, but um, <laughs> they're no, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I watched this whole documentary on Tibet on the weekend. So I, I <laughs> that's why it's in my head. But like, no, 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 Tibetan people have been putting yak butter and stuff for quite some time. Uh, So this guy going around claiming that like he invented butter and coffee, like that's not true. Um, And as far as I'm concerned with the uh, like the brain benefits that 
I've heard of. I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't put butter in my coffee because I think it's going to make my brain work better. I put butter in my coffee because it tastes fucking good. And I'd rather drink coffee with fat in it than coffee black. And I'd, I'd also add one last final thing, which is that butter has less dairy than cream. So, you know, for what it's worth, I'd, I'll go that route. Love it. Um, I don't think he coined butter, but I think he did coin putting MCT oil in your coffee. I'm pretty sure the, like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to like, I'm not here to like argue about it. I don't, I, cause I don't really know. I, I thought, I thought the original bulletproof coffee was butter in your coffee and then blended. Maybe it could be MCT oil as well. I have no idea. It's fat. It's just fat. Maybe it was both. I'm not too sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? I don't know how I feel about bulletproof coffee. I've tried it. Have you ever had it? I don't love it. Yeah. But maybe like I've tried it with MCT, not with butter. So I should give it a try. But then I'm also like, I just like almond milk. Like I don't like, like cream. So it's not really like your kind of situation, but I'm fine without it. Right. I, I mean, like, again, you know, some people might criticize almond milk and say that it's crap or cashew milk or any of these kind of things. I don't, I don't really know. Maybe. Um, oh, that could but, be a good one, actually. Nut milk. Debunk nut milk. I, I, I don't know that I could debunk anything. I know that there's obviously like, there's like two camps. That's all I would say with, with these like nut milks versus like other dairy products as like alternatives there's two camps right there's the like nut milk is bullshit right camp and then there's the there's the right the like dare all dairy is bad for you camp right i just know know that i don't fucking like any kind of almond milk in my coffee it makes it taste like shit and i ain't drinking it I'll stick with it black. I'll just, I'd rather drink my coffee black than put that crap in there. Just from a taste perspective. That's what I'm coming from. Yeah. You know, what's being debunked left, right and center these days is oat milk and everybody is fucking triggered. And it's hilarious to see because like I, I eat and drink stuff with like the knowledge behind knowing that like this has bad ingredients and I am choosing to dive right in like diet Coke or like almond milk that has shitty oils and guar gum in it. Like I know, you know, I'm, I'm aware, but I'm still going to do it sometimes, but there's so many people who are like out here drinking a cup of oat milk in their coffee, which is fine. Like live your life, but they're, they're like being convinced by these influencers that it is a healthy option or a healthier option to like cream or full fat milk milk or cashew milk or other nut milks. Um, and I understand people have allergies to nuts. So like whatever, but, um, like fucking oats are so sprayed with pesticides. And then you're just drinking that in a a milk form. Let me tell you, you want to know what the number one, um, product with the highest glyphosate concentration in it is. And let's just remind everyone what glyphosate is here for a second. Glyphosate is the active ingredient in ready roundup and is the most commonly used um, pesticide and herbicide on, on all, all plants in North America. It's banned in Europe. 
uh, because it's known to be a carcinogenic. Um, so the number one, the number one highest concentrated glyphosate food is Cheerios. Mm. For everyone out there who gives their fucking kids Cheerios all the time, that shit is garbage. And I wouldn't be caught dead giving my kids that. And I'm not judging people for doing it because I don't think people even know. But that's the truth. Um, that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. Like a lack of knowledge, which is upsetting that like everybody is sold oat milk, oat milk, oat milk, so great. And then it's like, no, it's fucking pesticide beverage. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think, you know, we, 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 we chirped a little bit about on like the beyond meat stuff. Um, and look, I'm not, I'm not a supporter of like, like mass scale industrialized farming of animals. Okay. Like uh, we don't need to go down that road, but we, we do, again, we do need to use our judgment and discernment of understanding that like taking a bunch of fucking chemically plant products and mushing it all together and then adding more chemicals to it to make it taste kind of like meat probably on some level isn't that good right just like on some level having uh, eating a cow that lived a garbage life in a like in a in a six by six stall where it couldn't move and it like you know like and all those things are the chickens that like live in these tiny little coops with 50 other chickens, just like there's a negative negativity to that. There's a negativity to these like chemicals and these, these additives and preservatives that people put in, in these, you know, faux meat products and, and other things like that. Um, and yeah, that that's like, we need to, we need to stop t- like saying one's better than the other and, and like, just just acknowledge that like you know ethically farmed meat and animals probably a good thing for most people right if you don't want to eat animals for for whatever reason like i don't give a fuck don't eat animals that's cool but like you know like let's also just call a spade a spade here not eating cows isn't saving the fucking environment sorry it's not Okay, it's just not going to do it because you have no idea how your how your plants are farmed either. And the amount of space that's required to farm enough plants to be able to sustain everyone on this planet is just as fucking bad. And you don't not even considering the effect that all the chemicals, all the fertilizers, um, just tilling a field in general is going to have on the environment in this in the surrounding area of any farm. Like so tit for tat here. Right. So this is what pisses me off the fucking righteousness of one group over the other. That's the shit that's fucking annoying. Oat milk, fucking Beyond Meat burgers. Just like, look, raw dairy's fucking good. People have been eating raw dairy just like they've been eating bread for thousands of years. Right? It's the shit that we put in it that's bad. It's not the actual product. It's the same with meat. That's my rant. I'm done with that. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know when you were done. No, I totally agree. But the issue is that because the government owns and runs all this fucked up shit we can't even get access to raw dairy raw dairy is illegal to sell in canada because it's not not, hasn't been pasteurized there's loopholes there's loopholes for that i know people who do it i know but you you have to have like a cow share and stuff like that where there's a will there's a way though have you ever had and i I will say this to anyone who's critiqued like dairy products and and, and, and admittedly i I eat very little dairy actually aside from butter i eat almost no dairy whatsoever uh and butter and a bit of cheese here and there but beyond that like nothing 
Um, so just, just so we're clear here, like unpasteurized milk and pasteurized milk from the grocery store, these are not the same things, right? Like you cannot compare these two products. They don't, they're like, they don't even taste remotely close to the same at all. Right. First of all, raw milk from a cow, like flavor depends on the season that, that you're taking the, the milk, right? Like it depends on what the cow's eating. The sheer fact that milk tastes the same in every single bag like that, again, like I said, this about Tropicana orange juice and shit like that. It's like when something has a, has a, has a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a consistent taste across all of, yeah, has a certain consistency and taste and flavor. Like right off the bat, you should know that that's bad. Like that's a telltale sign of something's off, right? Because animal products are going to change in flavor based on the, the food that the animal eats. Right. And if it's not doing that, that that means they're changing something about the animal product to make it consistent or the fruit or, or anything. Yeah. Yep. But raw dairy is fucking agreed. good. Folks. I'm glad this. That four and a half percent milk right out of the cow's tit, that shit's awesome. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm glad this rapid fire turned into paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> we can never do rapid anything. I got to pay okay, about too much. We're turning stuff. the next few. We're turning the next few into literally rapid fire. Like, okay. Just say I won't that. Rant. I won't rant. I promise. Just say that is bullshit or that is, that is good. I personally believe. Okay. Yeah, but there's so many. Okay, ready? Depends. Okay. You'll tell me if you think you need to go on a rant. Okay. Ice plunging. Love it. Not bullshit. Okay. Good. Um, blue light glasses. <laughs> Aside from looking like an idiot, not bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck? I wear I knew those. I, was gonna get, I knew I was gonna get you with that. <laughs> I literally no, no, I, they I, look normal. No, I know. They look hilarious. It's, I can always tell when someone's wearing their blue light glasses. It makes me laugh. No, no, no. But it's not bullshit. No, no, no. There, it's this is a real deal. It's what do you just, mean you I, can tell? Let me put my blue light glasses on. Because they look like, look, first of all, you, you, they have a blue hue to them when you wear them. Yeah. The only thing better, the only thing cooler than blue light glasses is glasses with no lenses in them. Are you <laughs> kidding? My cousin does that sometimes. He literally has, like, wears glasses frames with no lenses in it. I'm like, man, I wish I was that cool, but I'm not. That's hilarious. I would do that. Okay, next. Water filters that are insanely expensive. Not bullshit. Love it. Okay. We're not elaborating on um kombucha. Love do you it. want to? Well, it just, you know, it might be beneficial for some people to understand why like um cold plunges are not bullshit or why blue light glasses even though I chirp them for, you know, they aren't bullshit. Like they aren't. Right. Okay. Cold plunges improve your blood circulation. It improves your, your, you know, like connection to your breath, um, things like that. Right. So specifically it, it improves your, your, the circulation in your blood, your ability to, to, to regulate. Um, it improves your mind's connection with your breath. It reduces inflammation. Yeah, exactly. So there's lots of good I stuff there. I was mouthing it to you. 
You could have just said it out loud. Um, Blue light glasses, your turn, go. I don't like cutting you off like you like cutting me off because then it... There's a lag. They don't hear either. Okay. Um, Blue light glasses, yeah, I think they're great. I think that there is, like, so my cousin told me that she's a nurse. She's like, you actually do need a certain amount of blue light in the day. But if you're like on a screen all day or you're on your phone in bed at night and it's close to your face, the blue light glasses are good to protect your eyes. Um, okay. Kombucha. We could just both agree that it's a good one because, well, it depends. I talked about this in one of our earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. I think kombucha is a great thing because it's, it's fermented. It's good for gut health, blah, blah, blah. But you got to be careful which quality you buy, because when you're buying the ones that are made in factories, they, you know, sweeten them and add fake, not fake, but like synthetic carbon dioxide, instead of letting the fermentation process create the bubbles. Um, Kay, what are your thoughts on keto? Uh, it's not really a sustainable, I mean, maybe in the short term it works, but, um, I think even the original, like keto carnivore people have shifted away from only eating meat and crap. And they, you know, like carnivore MD originally, you know, that we've talked about this guy before, like he used to be like only eat animal products. Right. And then he switched that. He changed that tune to like to eat animal products as well as fruit and honey, or in the case, if you live in Canada, maple syrup is the same kind of thing. Um, So right off the bat, like, I mean, if you're eating fruit and honey, you're not keto. Right now that said, you know, there is apparently some, some like brain benefits to being in ketogenesis, right. Which is when your body produces ketones for your mind, like to fuel your mind uh, instead of sugar. Um, But, you know, maybe right. Like in the short term, that might be like something uh, like a positive benefit, but I don't, I don't think that never eating carbohydrates is, is a good long-term nutrition strategy. Agreed. I'm not going to go on this rant because I could talk about it forever. I just don't think cutting out any food group is a good idea, especially one as large as carbs. So anyways, keto is bullshit. Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, have you heard of oil pulling? No. So it's like in the morning. What? I said, enlighten me. Oh, so it's like in the morning before you brush your teeth, you have got all that good bacteria in your mouth. You're supposed to put like a spoonful of coconut oil in your mouth and like, you know, wash it around like it's mouthwash and because coconut oil is antibacterial. So it's supposed to be like a natural mouthwash that is cool but i've never tried it because i'm not trying to get like an oily mouth i have no idea that's the first time i've ever heard of that um i'm glad i taught you something new yeah i do i did know that like that that coconut oil does have some like anti uh anti-fungal properties to it but um i didn't know people use it as mouthwash i i've no i know people who use like you can use coconut oil to get rid of athlete's foot. Did you know that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a true story. Cool. I'm glad to know anyway. it because I 
put coconut oil over my body so I don't have <laughs> any fungus on my body. Um, okay, last thing. Skincare routine slash face masks. What do you think about this? I don't have a, either of those things. Um, but what do I know? I, like, I, I'm so ignorant about that that I, I don't, you know, my opinion is pretty much irrelevant. Um, I imagine that, you know, like anything, it's probably to do with quality um, and probably to do with intention. Yeah. Doubling down on I had to ask you intention. because, yeah, in every way. Um, I mean, like, I still have to ask you because that's the fun about our dynamic, but, um, also I just know that you like your bougie ass soap from Ambrosia and like, you don't use deodorant oh, I'm all about bougie all know, soaps. so bougie <laughs> soaps, no deodorants, expensive ass beard and beard bombs and beard oils. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm guilty of it just in different aspects of my life, I guess. Do you, as somebody who has a really long beard, and you guys can probably see from our podcast art, <laughs> do you have to shampoo and condition your hair in the shower? Hundred percent. Oh, I shampoo. I, I shampoo my hair and my beard once a week. I condition my beard and my hair three to four times a week. I put beard oil and beard balm in my hair every single day. And I buy organic your hair beard or oil, just your beard? my beard. I put oil, organic beard oil and organic beard balm, which is made out of beeswax in my beard every single day. So it keeps it from being more poofy. It's nice and straight. It gives it a little like nice. grease to it. Yeah. I also blow dry it. Nice. Do you? Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, blow dry it, then put beard oil, then beard balm, then I brush it with a special brush. It's a boar hair brush. Maybe I'll make a video one day about my beard care routine. People might kind of think that's cool. No, no, they it's would, quite the thing. Sure. Like it's, you know, you know, I po yeah. I posted a thing the other yeah, day. It was like, <laughs> it was like people went. It was like a, a meme of a of a dude like getting all up in some girl's grill and it said like after someone like says your beard's really awesome and you want to tell them everything about it except the only thing i would change is that 99 of the time it's never a woman that says my beard's really awesome it's always a man every man like many 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 men are jealous of or or envious of my beard most women don't give a fuck yeah we don't care but we appreciate you telling us your whole routine yeah. Um, yeah, you should do a video for sure. The meme that I liked that you posted, it was so funny. It was like avocado is a healthy fat, bacon lights a cigarette. <laughs> you know what? Did I, I just I, butcher I, it? No, it's like, and then and the bacon lights a cigarette and punches avocado. Uh, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I eat bacon every day. Um, you know. Again, I would come back to the same things we've always said, which is, you know, or that I've at least always said on here, which is quality, 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 quality of your foods. Um, the better the quality of the meat that you eat, the better quality of the fat that's coming from that meat. Um, so, you know, maybe like really low quality bacon, the bacon grease might not be 
you know, the bacon fat might be bad, but just like in the case of, you know, grass fed beef or organic chicken or any of those kinds of foods, organic pork, like, I don't think that fat's bad for you. Um, and it's arguably just as good as, uh, you know, avocado oil, olive oil, things like that. It's definitely better than canola oil. It's definitely better than like, yeah, than sunflower oil. I would pick bacon grease over canola oil every single time. I would too. Nobody loves the rancid oil. Boom. All right. Well, that is that. I was going to ask one more, but then I know your opinion already. I was going to ask what you think about journaling and manifesting, but. (laughs) I think that's, you know what, here's what I'll say. And not to contradict my own self and my own practices with that, but I think just like we said earlier about the placebo effect, right? Like if you believe that that shit's going to help you, you know, manifesting your future and manifesting and writing it down and breathing it in and trying to embody that energy, like, yeah, you're probably going to get something out of it, right? If you got another morning routine that works for you, do you, you know what sucks though? Waking up in the morning, like literally throwing on your clothes and fucking running outside and going to work. Like that shit sucks, right? Get a morning practice in general. That might make a difference in your life. Whether it involves journaling or, or mantras or whatever, might be different. They're also tools. That's what also I would say. Doesn't, you know, just because you do it for a while doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Yeah, we've said that. We've talked about that for sure. All right. Well, oh. thanks for coming to my talk show. <laughs> um, that was fun. I hope you got out of it what I did because, I don't know, it was fun to talk about that stuff. It's just so like normalized that everybody should be doing everything these days and it's like you don't have to do any of it to be healthy, so... Don't feel pressure to buy into bullshit. No, I, I agree. The best bullshit you can buy into is high quality locally sourced foods. It's the best one. Out of all the fitness funk trends, whatever the fuck you want to call them, if they, I don't even know that locally you know, sourced high quality foods is really a, a fitness trend or a health trend, but it, it ought to be because that's probably the best one. But what do I know? I'm just a guy who owns a gym. <laughs> yeah um well that was fun was Hope you guys I had, a, I had a great time what'd you yeah, make yeah. prep this week i made a uh it's like a taco lasagna okay yeah explain right. okay okay so we take um ground beef season it like tacos alicia makes homemade salsa and then we buy like these like tortillas. They're like 50% corn, 50% wheat. So they're kind of like corn. You know what I'm saying? So they're like 50, they're like a little bit corn, a little. And then you like put a layer of like, um, uh, you put down a layer of the tortillas and then you put in some meat and then you put some salsa and then you put a little bit of cheese and then you put another layer of tortillas and then some meat and then some salsa and then some cheese and you just stack it pretty solid it's and then you good. bake it. i like it yeah and then you bake it in the oven for 30 minutes wow that is revolutionary never ever heard of that never ever thought of that 
So it's honestly, it's awesome. If you like like taco food, like that, yeah, it's really good. I enjoy it. Faux show. If if only you had more of that taco seasoning that I gifted you. <laughs> it's better than your <laughs> old El Paso stuff that your mom ruined your tacos with. What? I read. Oh, oh let God. me tell you, I... I fucking read that package at Fortino's on the weekend while I was shopping. Oof. I was like, what the fuck is this? Literally, I was like, mom, what did you put this on? She's like, on the vegetables. I was like, well, I'm not eating the fucking vegetables. And I was like, don't put it on the meat. I swear to God, don't put it on the meat. And then she microwaves everything after mm. because like she cooked it too early in the day. And I was like, well, we're eating chemicals tonight. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It is what it is. Again, it's, 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 you know what? It's people just don't know. Right. Just like the, yeah. you know, just like glyphosate and Cheerios. Like I was like, I was dumbfounded when I heard that. Like, I was like, I cannot believe that that's the number one, like most, you know, glyphosate concentrated food is Cheerios. That's well, crazy isn't Cheerios me. just like flour? Like what's yeah, the, what's but the still crop? like, I, yeah, it's wheat. Cheers are made out of wheat, but I didn't realize like, I, I had no idea until I like I found that out. And I was like, damn. And then you start thinking about think about like, you know, and again, this might ruffle some feathers for people, but think about like all of the the I imagine that because I don't know for sure, but I imagine that a lot of the like um food allergies and like food intolerances and also some of the behavioral issues that we see much more prevalently these days in children now granted maybe some of the behavior issues we're just better at diagnosing but you know anyways just gonna just gonna throw it out there you, you don't have to agree with me but it could could quite possibly be related to you know such significant concentrations of these like chemicals and pest like neurotoxins that we're eating and, and you know most kids eat cereal some kind of cereal for breakfast right and so if that's made out of corn or it's made out of wheat it's gonna have glyphosate in it and like yeah anyways i don't think it's a fluke that like one in three kids has a fucking peanut allergy these days um versus like no kids when i was when i was a kid nobody was allergic to peanuts so just for what it's worth and, and just so we're clear, glyphosate didn't come into like being really like heavily used until like the early to mid nineties. Right. So that's when you started seeing the changes in people for what it's worth. Anyways, yeah. I digress. That was the last bit I'll say about glyphosate. Perfect timing for when I was a kid. I probably ate so many fucking churros. That's why I'm a little bit fucked up today. <laughs> we're all, we're all fucked up. We all got our shit anyway. I'm just kidding. Yeah, maybe that's right, why well, I get so salty when somebody triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, yeah, well, that's it for us. That's all. Where can they find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Raquel Benita, or you can find my other podcast. Um, it's called Confessions of a Thick Thigh. It's officially actually on Apple Podcasts so and oh. Spotify, I believe. So exciting killer Where can they find you find me on instagram at the wounded athlete and if you're ever in the city of vaughn and you're interested in coming to the gym doing a great workout 
meeting Raquel while she's doing a class, you can check out the gym at VSC Fitness. You sure can. Boom. All right. All right, folks. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening. Bye.